the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. We've talked about Israel the past three weeks in honor of their 70th birthday. These next two weeks, we're going to talk about the Ruach HaKodesh. Yes the Holy Spirit. In honor of Shavuot, which celebrates the receiving of the law and the receiving of the Holy Spirit. You might know it as Pentecost. But let's begin with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, you are our Father, our King. We love you. We praise you. We honor you. We thank you for the power of your Spirit working in our lives, which seal us to the day of redemption, amen, and that you have given us this gift so that we can overcome the things of this world, because greater are you, Lord, who is in us than he that is in the world. So we bless you, we thank you, we praise you for mothers this Mother's Day, and we ask, O oh Lord, that you would rejoice in us in the way we behave in the way we love you, in the way we honor you, that you would rejoice, and we bless you and thank you in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Well, it is a little too late to get our um, Mother's Day Haggadah. If you wanted to use that in your meal today um, to uh, talk about the Lord and mothers, but you can go to our website and you can, there'll be a link there, and you can see it there. So you can put it on your phone or your computer, so you could really still use it. The back page has the word mother written, and it stands for marvelously, and then O for overflowing with love, and T, touching the, and then H, heart of, And E, everyone, she, and then R, reaches. So there you go. That's part of our um, Mother's Day Haggadah. I pray that you'll all have a great Mother's Day. And as I mentioned, um, you know, we're getting close to um, 
Next Sunday, a week from today, we will be finished with Counting the Omer. That also you can get as a link on our um, website. That would be shoreshdavid.org. And Shoresh is S-H-O-R-E-S-H. So shoreshdavid.org. And um, one of the uh, interesting thoughts that I, I w- would like to read from the, um, from the Counting of the Omer is a quote, because it's going to segue into our topic today, by uh, somebody by the name of Gaines Johnson. I don't know who that is, but I'm quoting them anyway. <laughs> as you begin to love others, as you love yourself, and strive to do unto others as you would have others do unto you, you will find that you are changing. And that change comes from the heart of the indwelling Holy Spirit. Ooh, the heart of the indwelling Holy Spirit. So that's our our topic today. And, uh, um, you know, I pray that... uh, you will enjoy as we as we look at the Holy Spirit. This sometimes can be a subject that people get a little intense about. Um, hopefully, uh, you will see what I'm saying. I'll try and back things up with a lot of scripture. So, if you'd like, get a pencil and paper and just write down these scriptures because I don't think you'll be able to keep track with. Uh, what I'm doing any other way. There'll be a lot of scripture. So, um, the Holy Spirit is part of the triune nature of God, right? You might be familiar with the fact that the Holy Spirit in in the New Covenant, um, because you read the New Covenant a lot, and so but you might not realize that the Holy Spirit is extremely present in the Hebrew Scriptures as well. So we're going to begin with the Holy uh, Spirit in the Hebrew Scriptures. And look, when you talk about beginning, we should begin in the beginning, right? Genesis 1, verses 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was chaos and waste, Darkness was on the surface of the deep, and the Ruach Elohim, the Holy Spirit, was hovering upon, or actually I should say the Ruach Elohim is the Spirit of God, was hovering upon the surface of the water. So we see that there was God the Father who created, and then we see the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, hovered or or moved upon the surface of the water, as as if to, I think, prepare the chaos and the waste and the darkness for life. That, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit, one of the jobs is to kind of regenerate and, and to bring life. And so we give a sense, we get a sense of what hovering means as we look at another scripture, and that is Isaiah 31.5. It's interesting like hovering birds, so um, the Lord God of hosts will protect Jerusalem. By protecting, he will deliver. By passing over, he will save. And in a sense, by passing over or, or hovering, um, we see the Holy Spirit part of the 
the uh, saving aspects of our, our earth. So we see right from the beginning, the Holy Spirit becomes an active participant in the life of the earth. Uh, the Holy Spirit brings life. If we were to summarize the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives, I would say that it, it helps us to serve. We see this as the Holy Spirit indwells and fills us and regenerates us or brings us new life, gives us power over the temptation to sin, and gives us the spiritual gifts that we need to accomplish God's goals. A good example is in Numbers 11.16. Adonai said to Moses, Bring me 70 of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be elders of the people and their leaders. Take them to the tent of meeting, so they may stand with you there. Then I will come down and speak with you there, and I will take some of the spirit, the ruach, that is on you, and will place it on them. They will carry with you the burden of the people, so you will not be carrying it alone. Here we see the purpose, uh, or one of the purposes, of the spirit, the ruach, was to help the 70 judge, and, you know, to be anointed to judge, and then to carry the burden of the people. Because honestly, carrying the burdens of people is a hard job. Uh, it's, it's pressure, 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 unless you have the peace that passes understand, all understanding, which really can only be given to you by the power of God's Spirit. And then later on in Numbers 11.25, it says, Adonai descended in the cloud and spoke with him, meaning Moses. He took some of the ruach, some of the spirit that was on Moses and placed it on each of the 70 elders. It so happened that when the ruach first rested on them, they prophesied, but never again. So it seems that the spirit that rested on them was temporary, wouldn't you say? Because it says it never happened again in in terms of the prophecy. Now, maybe the Spirit stayed and the prophecy left. I, I can't tell you for sure, but what I can tell you is that the Spirit was definitely all throughout the Hebrew Scriptures. We see in Exodus 31... It's, it gives us a different idea of what the Spirit does. Then Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah, and I've filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, understanding, knowledge, in all kinds of craftsmanship, to make ingenious designs to forge with gold, silver, bronze, as well as cutting stones for setting and carving wood to work in all manner of craftsmanship. So here we're seeing that God's Spirit can give us not only wisdom and knowledge, but also ability to use our hands well. Obviously, if you know me, God did not give me that gift from the Spirit. Uh, I have two left hands. But he's given me some other things, so I'm okay with it, right? (laughs) 
First Samuel ten nine. Then it happened as Saul turned his back to leave Samuel, that God transformed Saul's heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. When they arrived there at the hill, behold, a band of prophets did he did meet him, and suddenly the spirit of God overtook him, and subsequently he prophesied among them. And we see here that the spirit of God is is supernatural in many ways, and so we get these gifts that that just wouldn't come normally. But God just does something amazing, and he does it both in the Hebrew Scriptures, and he does it in the New Covenant, and he does it today as well. Ezekiel 36, verse 24. I love this Scripture. For I will take you from the nations, gather you out of all the countries, and bring you back to your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean from all your uncleanness and from all your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit within you. I will remove the stony heart from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you. Then I will cause you to walk in my laws so you will keep my rulings and do them. So it's clear that the Holy Spirit has the role of the helper, both in the Hebrew Scriptures with physical help, with spiritual help, and we see prophetically that in the future this will continue. So before we look at the New Covenant, may I once again bring up that understanding of the triune nature of God which is also found in the Hebrew Scriptures. Here it is in Isaiah 48.11. Again, a scripture that I use when when Jewish people say um, that we only believe in one God, and, and which is true, but, but they're not understanding the three triune natures of God. I take them to Isaiah 48.11. So you might want to write that one down. Draw near to me... Hear this, since the beginning, I have not spoken in secret. From the time it existed, I was there. So you must think that this is God speaking, meaning God the Father, but it isn't. So listen, so now Adonai Elohim, meaning God the Father, the Lord God, has sent me and his Ruach and his Spirit. So who was there with God in the beginning, God the Father, and the Spirit? It was God the Son. And so the speaker in this scripture is Yeshua, the Messiah. Is that exciting? I think it is. Well, the New Covenant teaches the permanent indwelling of the Holy Spirit in believers. You get a sense from the Hebrew Scriptures, that though the Holy Spirit was present in many people in many cases, it wasn't necessarily all the time. And what we're promised in the New Covenant is that we have a permanent 
indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So it's it's like a continuation, but it's one step higher, right? And so we see in 1 Corinthians 3.16, it says, Don't you know that you are God's temple and that the Ruach Elohim, which is the Spirit of God, dwells among you? Okay. So we have the Spirit of God in us, and it's permanent. 1 Corinthians 6.19, Or don't you know that your body is a temple of the Spirit of the, the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own. So these scriptures are clear. It gives us the sense of the, of, of, of the Holy Spirit. And when we place our faith in Yeshua for salvation, the Holy Spirit comes to live within us. And I believe this very strongly. I know some people look at it differently, but I believe when you receive, accept Yeshua as your Messiah, the Holy Spirit comes to live within you. Now, uh, Paul calls this permanent indwelling the guarantee of our inheritance. So we see in Ephesians, Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, after you heard the message of truth, the good news of your salvation... And when you put your trust in him, meaning Yeshua, you were sealed with the promised Ruach HaKodesh, the promised Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit sealed the promise. He is the guarantee of our inheritance and uh, until the redemption of his possession to his glorious praise. So that's Ephesians 1, 13 and 14 really would help, I think, to to get that scripture into your spirit so there is no doubt in your mind. In the Hebrew scriptures, as I said, the indwelling was seemed to be a little bit more selective or temporary. As you look at the triune nature of God and you look at the roles, you see the Father is the creator, you see the Son provides salvation, and the Holy Spirit gives us direction and power for the application of what the Father and the Son have done in us and around us. So the Holy Spirit is the application. It helps us with application. Interesting that the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, uh, is not there to glorify himself but rather his job is to exalt Yeshua. So Yeshua is speaking in John fifteen twenty six, and says this, When the Helper comes, meaning the Holy Spirit, um, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And this kind of thought is repeated in John 16, 13, and 14, which says, But when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own, but whatever he hears, he will tell you, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, meaning Yeshua, 
because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. So you're getting the sense of of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not just a force, but takes on the qualities of a person, with a personality. So as an example, you have Romans 8, 27, and it says about the Holy Spirit, and he who searches the hearts knows the, the mind of the Ruach because he intercedes for the Kiddushim according to the will of God. So we see here that the, the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, knows and he intercedes. Okay, so these are certainly personality traits um, in 1 Corinthians 12.1, but the one in the same Ruach activates all these things, distributing to each person individually as he wills. Okay, so he has a will, and we're talking, of course, about the gifts of the Spirit here, which is a whole other subject we're not going to get into today. <laughs> Then we see in Ephesians 4.30, you know the scripture, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Again, showing that we're sealed by the Ruach, but we can grieve him. We can upset him. Okay? So as Yeshua is God in the flesh, the Holy Spirit is God indwelling, living in you. And John 1417 says, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not behold him or know him. You know him because he abides with you and will be in you. Okay? We see in scripture that the spirit possesses the qualities of God. So Yeshua is God in the flesh. The Holy Spirit is God indwelling. So what are some of these qualities? I won't read all the scriptures, but in Hebrews 9.14, it talks about the Spirit being eternal. In uh, Micah 3.8 and Romans 15.13, it talks about his omnipotence, or the fact that he is all-powerful. In Psalm 139.7-10, It talks about him being everywhere at the same time, omnipresent, right? And then in 1 Corinthians 2, 10 and 11, it talks about God, uh, the Holy Spirit, knowing everything. And in Romans 8, 2, it talks about the Holy Spirit being life. And in Matthew 12, 31 and 32, it talks about the Holy Spirit being holiness, And in 1 John 5, 6, that the Holy Spirit is truth. So next week when we get together, we're going to start talking about the work of the Holy Spirit, um, more specifics about the Holy Spirit indwelling in you. And so there are a number of things we're going to hit next week. It will be... uh, I think very, very exciting. We're Look, we're out of time today, uh, but I, I want you to uh, be ready next week to study the Holy Spirit more in depth as we look at it, uh, because next Sunday is Shavuot, and um, that's the giving of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, right? 
If you'd like to uh, financially support this program, we certainly would appreciate it. We pray that you feel this is valuable to you. Please let us know. You can go to our website, rabbi at heartofmessiah.org, or for if you don't want to email or, or go to the website, call Karen at 813-831-5673. May the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Join me as we close in prayer. Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.